Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of EdgeGuard Podcast, a podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Jordan. I am your host. Uh, I'm here with you today, joined, as always, uh, by my co-host and good friend, Blake Beckett is his name. Hello. I'm, here he is. I'm here, Jordan. I'm here to talk about video games He's for the first here. time. For the first time, yes. I'm uh-huh. introducing Blake to video games. Uh, he's yeah. managed to avoid them his entire adult life. Uh, uh, video games are for nerds. Uh, he plays, he uh, operates a controller uh, by pinching the joystick with his thumb and index finger. Uh, and we're, oh we're trying to break him from that horrible, horrible habit. Uh, what the listeners don't know is that that's based on a real life experience. <laughs> yes, a friend of ours. Plays oh, not God. actually like. No, uh, but with this person will remain unnamed. But uh, <laughs> not going to call him out on the, on the on the podcast. But if you're listening, you know who you are. You know what you did. You know what you've you know done. What you, <laughs> How dare you um, not understand video games? Uh, Blake and I uh, today are talking about a game that we've been uh, thinking about playing for a while. So excited to finally get to it. Uh, and this is a game uh, by the name of They Came from a Communist Planet. Uh, so, you know, catches your attention, that title. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and then its description is pretty good too. A downloadable socialist parable for Windows, Mac OS, and Linux. Wow. Um, and we wanted to play this game because it's uh, designed by two people who we have played games of on the podcast before. Uh, mm-hmm. David Cribb, a.k.a. Kalesia, who was involved in um, The Interlude, which was the game about playing with a Nokia phone uh, while you waited for something dramatic to happen. And then uh, also Eli Cauley, um, who I also me, maybe worked on that game. I, yes, I, don't I think remember. I think they were they worked on that in a different uh, maybe like minor capacity. But mm. um, so we we wanted to play this game because it seemed interesting and we liked uh, we liked the interlude quite a lot. Um, so uh, so we did. So the the the. Short pitch for this game is that you play, uh, it's a first person game, uh, and when it opens, you're in your uh, apartment. The The art style is very um, kind of uh, simple and abstract, uh, lots of like simple shapes, blocks, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, it's like and, a, oh, go ahead. Uh, you go ahead. I was about to say it's like a, a, a light, uh, like almost brutalist kind of just because of yeah. the sort of use of black and white mm-hmm. is it um, and the sort of simple geometry can kind of uh, makes it look a little bit sort of like a brutalist design but um, yeah. not not like super specifically but it kind of evokes that a little bit I, I see I, I think a good way to describe it would be like if brutalism was the philosophy of like designing everything rather than just like the oh, ex- sure. exterior just buildings like brutalist yeah, yeah. Uh, coffee mugs brutalist yeah. fridge <laughs> like your interior the interior brutalist design of, existence <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is the you know very appropriate uh, and sure. evocative because um the sort of premise is you you know your life feels meaningless your bills are are uh piling up uh when suddenly you're given an opportunity for freedom in the form of aliens who have come to uh spread a message of socialist insurrection uh, communist insurrection, duh. Well, it says both, uh, oh, depending on which part of the description you read. But yeah, that's ah. true. Uh, I in the title, you know, common mistake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Socialism and <laughs> communism are the same, right, Jordan? Uh, no, you <laughs> fool. <laughs> <laughs> You've listened to the the propaganda, you idiot. I've I've oh. sprung your uh, English <laughs> English literature uh, <laughs> trap. Words have meaning, you dummy. Um, <laughs> That's where you're wrong. <laughs> um, uh, but basically, at that point, it turns into a riot simulator, which is which is the big thing that I wanted to that drew me to this game because um, you know riots are a, in the news a lot, and it seems like a, a very sort of natural uh, sort of situation to. Uh, depict in video games because you know there's like a lot of uh, moving parts you know it can be very like procedural where like you know the cops advance here and then the Mm. the rioters advance here Um, but the as far as I I was curious once I was like has anyone ever made a game about like you know the like the riots of 2014 or whatever and Mm. there are like no riot games I found one uh, it seemed really bad Huh. Uh, but this is uh, so I was I was interested yeah. to see someone tackle rioting as a as a I game premise. If, I wonder if riots are maybe are something that haven't been made as a game, uh, partially due to the whole uh, political uh, thing. Yeah, I think I think uh, uh, I mean. <laughs> All things are inherently political, but riots especially are they're, uh, they're supercharged. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, gamers hate politics and That's uh, true. believe that uh, games can exist totally devoid of them. Uh, uh, yeah. No, th- I, that actually that's probably true. Um, I think that, uh, you know, even the word riot is like uh, implying a, a certain kind of political attitude towards it. Although I guess, I guess it's become a little bit more of a neutral term. You know, it used to be the case. It's like, if you describe something as a riot, you're saying, you know, this is a gathering that's bad. Now I feel like sure. it's kind of like, th- this is a gathering where the protesters are not uh, respecting the authority of the police. It kind of, it's sure. just, just like descriptive of what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, another aspect I, I think why maybe we don't have a lot of riot games is because because uh, riot games the <laughs> wow the no, I didn't consider that no what I was about to say is that um, the countries where like a lot of riot games you would assume might be like based on real life actual riots and those would sure. be promptly banned especially if they're in <laughs> places where riots happen a lot like uh, say China maybe yeah that's, <laughs> that's true I was actually thinking that um. That you know, one of the ways you can uh, make riots more well, either on the one hand, like more just like socially palatable in the in the sense of like you know gamers don't like politics, or also like politically palatable and like get them released in a country where they could theoretically be censored, is to like depict someone else's riots. Like, sure. Like like you know, I feel like uh, like a riot game where you play as like the Hong Kong rioters obviously would play better in the States than in China yeah. and, you know, vice versa. Um, but this game is, uh, it's much more like, um, ambiguous. It's like, uh, oh, sure. you, you could be anywhere, um, anywhere in this riot, anywhere. Capitalist, I guess is the yeah, one I was going to say anywhere <laughs> with capitalism, which I feel like the game kind of implies is the whole planet, which I mean, I can yeah. kind of, yeah, there's see the, that we were argument. talking about this the other day, but uh, but Bong Joon Ho, uh, the director of the Parasite, there was this great interview with him 
where he, he was talking about Parasite and was like, uh, you know, I had tried to to make a game or not a game, a movie that was like really spoke to specifically Korean themes. But everywhere that it, it aired, viewers have had pretty much the same response. So I realized uh, we all basically live on the same planet or in the same country, a country called capitalism. Uh-huh. <laughs> So it's a, yeah. it's a good poll quote for sure. <laughs> yeah. So it, that's that's where this this uh, this game takes place in Bong yeah, the country of capitalism, world country capitalism. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, but anyway, should we get back to like what the game actually is, maybe, or what the moment to moment gameplay is? Yeah. Um, so uh, the I, I um so something that it says on the the page that I I didn't read this beforehand. Um, and it didn't occur to me while playing it, but I think is is kind of apt. But there's a line that says, use protesting abilities to explore and unlock new parts of the city in this Metroidvania light. Yeah, I, I, like, I also didn't notice that like, until just I was now. Like, what? But I guess it doesn't make sense because the sort of like core uh, goal that you have uh, is basically like make it through these different... Um, uh, blocked off areas of the city blocked by the cops uh and you you can get uh into new areas by uh causing a big enough ruckus uh and then also by uh unlocking new uh items so you like eventually get the ability to throw things uh molotov cocktails and then the final one you get uh is a gas mask and that that one was the one that felt most uh, metroidvania like to me because sure because because earlier in the game yeah earlier in the game you try to advance to the center area and you get tear gassed and so you can't advance yeah. um, and so once you get the gas mask you can go back and that's where the game the game finishes yeah so so basically the game starts off with you in your apartment and I actually I think I liked this first like the the intro section the most um, oh yeah because you, you kind of you kind of like wake up and uh, the first thing you will maybe notice is that there's like a lit up computer monitor you walk over and it's a rejection email from a job, <laughs> presumably that says maybe you should rewrite your cover letter. And then you can kind of wander around your apartment. And as basically as you wander from room to room, the state of the room you're just in will change. And so if you yeah. leave the sort of bedroom that has the computer in it, then when you come back, uh, there'll be another email about your, was it like your bills being due or something? And then yeah. there'll be a bunch of bills stacking up on the desk. Mm-hmm. And then if you go into the, uh, bathroom and turn on the sink then the light bulb will pop and then the sink just sits there running for a minute it starts <laughs> raining outside and then you like go to your fridge open it and there's stuff in it and then you leave and then if you come back and open it again it's the empty. fridge is empty yeah and then my my personal favorite i don't know what about this effect was so good but when you go in the kitchen and it's just yes. like filling up with dirty dishes yeah the way it fills up is like pretty good yeah the uh, it like fills up with like cups and plates and stuff and it starts to like spill over the edge and yeah. uh, just something about the, the the like way that it all accumulates and falls, and the like physics looks very good. That I yeah. did. I thought that and, was and, a, a nice. And all bit. this stuff happens uh, quite naturally. It's just kind of like you wander around, kind of try and interact with stuff, and then move into another room. And then as you move between rooms and then move back, things are sort of like breaking. You're, you're sort of like leaving things. Uh, in your wake and then eventually you know all your lights are broken and you've got a bunch of bills on your countertop and your kitchen's a mess and there's no food <laughs> so you do uh, what any person would do in that situation just go to bed yeah uh, you're like, and well, then as, well oh well 
as you lay in the bed, you have uh, this music starts playing and the bright red light shines through uh, the window, which also, of course, uh, we love uh, the communist aliens being represented by oh, bright yeah. red lights. <laughs> I, d- <laughs> I didn't fun. really explicitly think about that, but yeah, totally makes yeah, sense. It's pretty good. Um, <laughs> uh, but nice touch. I really like I really liked the music that played at that part. It's like I you, do too. There's a there's a sort of like uh, ambient track that plays during the whole first section and then uh it sort of like builds into this i think it actually might be a different track but uh for the scene when you get introduced to the uh aliens that are literally just like bugs they're just yeah. they're just little one of them's like of a like a worm hanging down upside down yeah it's like the grasshopper as it you. yeah <laughs> and then a honeybee or something yeah but yeah and they're just all like oh, I, I did get it because like insects work together like bees oh sure sure oh, i didn't even think i of see that, i see it makes sense uh, um, and then I also really liked the first, um, the first line from the the aliens, which is, is uh, the hopelessness you feel has been consciously designed. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's Damn, this is dude. true. <laughs> yeah, that I, is a good line. I, I feel like it, it it picks up well too. Like it, you can take it out of context, and it has like a good punch sure. to it. Sure. Uh, and then with that, they sort of. I, so here's my question. My interpretation of what this game is is that. Uh, you are, you are a person selected by the aliens to be, uh, their, uh, emissary. They're like, all right, we're going to teach this man capitalism and then we're going to send him back to incite uh, a capitalist or, uh, Oh, so you think you got abducted when you walk out the. Yeah. Yeah. We like, cause they're like, you kind of like walk out. It looks kind of like you float up to the ship. And so my impression is that every time you walk into the light. Yeah. My my impression is that either every time you walk into the light, they're sucking you up into their ship and uh, teaching you a new way to create to make chaos, you <laughs> and all, well, well, teaching you a new way to create chaos, and also teaching you about the systems of power that uh, leave you and your fellow comrades uh, powerless. Uh, huh. And then they're sending that, you back to you know, enact their will. I I didn't think I, that totally makes sense. I think that's right because. Um, uh, uh, you know the, the one of the big thing that this this game is playing on is like a you know the inversion of the alien invasion tropes you know normally that's the the apocalypse or you know the disaster uh-huh. but instead it's like you know now it's gonna be it's saving you from the disaster sure um, the aliens well, are I, here to save you so they I, it does make sense that it would be like like playing on the the alien abduction trope too like you get zipped yeah. up and then instead of them sticking a probe up your butt they're like dude <laughs> It's well, all fucked. May, maybe they stick the probe up your butt, but the probe is communist. <laughs> the probe sorry. makes you woke. I'm sorry. You were like. Uh, but I, I was going to um, ask you, I'm trying to remember if I misremember this, but I feel like at one point uh, they suck you up and they're, uh, or when they're talking to you, they're like, yeah, people thought we were coming to like destroy your planet, but why would we want to take over a planet that is uh, ruled by such a shitty system? Well, there, there's one line that's something like, "Who would want to, who would want to control this world or something like that?" And then they sure. say, "Salvage what you can and destroy what you cannot." So I, I think that is is sort of part of the gist of it that it's like. It's like, why would we, it, this, this it's planet so sucks broken. Bad why would these we aliens don't even want to invade it. There's like, <laughs> listen, we're going to maybe teach you a thing or two and set you loose. And maybe in like a hundred years when we come back, this place will be worth <laughs> invading, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make sense because maybe aliens want people that, uh, are, are, uh, stamped down by uh, a powerful ruling class, you know, 
so that they uh, could dude, be more you, easily manipulated. You've just you've just bought into the capitalist propaganda that the outsiders are your enemy rather than your comrades to <laughs> aliens. Hmm, double meaning there. Hmm. No, just I don't know. I don't. I think you're reading into this too much. <laughs> um, uh, but the, right. the it does. Um, you know, it it's sort of today all. Uh, you know, anytime the aliens come, it's a catastrophe. Uh, uh-huh. but, uh, so, uh, I had, I watched the original, um, the day the earth stood still from the fifties. Huh. And in that movie, it's also something where it's like the aliens, uh, want to, you know, enlighten us rather than, uh, invade. Uh, I see. And that one, I think it's like, it's like a, uh, you know, so it was released in the middle of the, the cold war. So I think it was like an sure. anti-nuclear parable. It's like. You're gonna uh, blow yourselves up, you idiots! Um, so it's don't it's, do that. It, it's fun to 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 get a return to that that way of imagining aliens because I feel like there's this sort of like this weird uh, pessimism about aliens, like this just assumption that it's like if they if they explore Earth, they just would want to you know vaporize us or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think it is rooted in like I don't know, sort of like this imperialist viewpoint of like yeah totally ah when we when our world was simpler and we were traveling to new places we were going to conquer them so yeah. obviously if we were to go to space we would do the same so why would uh, an alien race do anything would all different? be like the spaniards yeah Cort- oh, cortez god. the original alien invader <laughs> oh god uh but i mean you also get something like arrival that is kind of a, a hopeful yeah uh, that's and true, but, but it does. It is. It ambiguity. sort of plays on it as well because the whole you know conflict of the the plot is like everyone assumes it's a threat, and she that's has true. to she has to prove that they're not here as conquerors uh, when true. everyone's everyone's so primed to believe that they are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, in in they came from a communist planet. Uh, once you've gone through that intersection, then you're spit out on the streets. Uh, and it's just told like you can kick stuff. Just yeah, you, you can sprint and you can kick stuff now. And so you sprint around and kick stuff. And then after you've uh, sprinted around and kicked enough stuff, then uh, another beam shoots down from above, and you go over and get sucked back up. Uh, and it's it's kind of funny as you walk back to the beam. There are uh, the three little red. I, I didn't realize they were supposed to be people at first. I thought they were just trash cans, but then. <laughs> Uh, slowly as you as you go through more and more of the destruction you get people following you around and basically copying you which i thought was i don't yeah. know it was surprisingly effective considering these people are just basically like two blocks uh stacked yeah. on top of each other and they kind of uh, follow you around and uh, follow your lead so once you get the ability to start being able to throw objects and you go pick up a brick and start throwing them at like uh, riot police behind riot yeah. shields and then the the little people will kind of like run up behind you and start doing it as well uh and it's like i don't know it, it did feel kind of like inciting a revolution uh in that like you're just running around causing chaos and other people are like yeah i'm gonna cause some chaos too yeah, i like this, this guy's chaos. got the right idea yeah i i like that too because i feel like that is uh you know never actually been personally involved in a riot but i assume that the experience is um you know i've i've spent a lot of time in like crowds for uh you know pro like protests and that oh, sort of sure. thing but and you know i find it very very like exhilarating like just being in a huge group like that and i well, i sure. assume that the 
that a full-blown riot would be like that, you know, but, you know, the difference between yeah, ca- I mean, caffeine and it cocaine. E- uh, it even, it even uh, plays into uh, like something like a concert where yeah. everyone's in here. And if, if everyone uh, gets onto the same page, then it can be like this really like building uh, off each other's energy. Yeah. Yeah. So actually uh, in college, I took an anthropology class. I took it for an easy a, but actually <sighs> there were a few things I found were interesting. And one, one of the subjects we studied was like, uh, so it was the class was called peoples of Europe and we studied, studied like Norwegian black metal. Uh, oh really? And like huh. this anthropologist that was like studying, uh, this community of like black metal enthusiasts in Norway. Uh, and they, uh, this anthropologist described, uh, what being at like a concert with these people, she co- described it as collective es- effervescence. Oh of, like, yeah. I've heard that for everyone. Before, yeah. yeah it, it's kind of like more of a, 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 a popular and broadly applicable thing of just like the feeling of when you're in a crowd and everyone kind of like gets to be sort of on the same wavelength and it kind of like builds yeah. into this uh, really like infectious energy that everyone wants to take part in, which is really fun in the context of like a concert, but uh, you know, in the context of like <sighs> a, a riot or uh, you know, like a mob mentality, you know, it's <laughs> Yeah. It has maybe a darker connotation <laughs> of the excitement of just being like, ah, oh, we're all a group and we're all doing a thing when it's like, we're all listening to this great music. It's fun. But then if it's like, we're all going to go kill somebody it's like, wait, what? <laughs> or throw some bricks. Yeah. Throw some brick. I could get, I could, could get behind some, some um, good old fashioned brick throwing. I think, uh, on, on a, um, uh, yeah, I, d- I definitely think the, the game is trying to simulate that sort of like effect of like where, where like and and your actions like spiral out to you know be mimicked by lots of people. Um, mm-hmm. Although I did, um, I thought it was given that it was a little curious that only your bricks damage the the, the shield walls. Oh, is that? Uh, I I wasn't sure of that. I wasn't sure if the the NPCs just had really bad aim. Well, I saw a few times where, so you know how you hit the, you hit the shield wall and the little health square like blinks yeah. and then goes down. Uh-huh. When they hit it, it blinks, but it doesn't, it doesn't go down. Oh, or at it least doesn't as go far down? As Either that or it goes down some, like a really s- small amount. And it's not like huh. visually. That's rude. Noticeable. So yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was interesting. I mean, maybe, maybe the, a missed opportunity. The idea is know. in a game this short, it would be like, it would be so, it would just like be over so quick if like they mm. they did it but i i do feel like um the the collective dynamics were 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 interesting um, yeah i mean i i think just like even if they don't have that much of an effect on what you're doing seeing uh, other people sort of rallying behind you and uh creating destruction of their own and sort of like independently especially as you get later on in the game it's just kind of like they're running around do their doing their own thing and I'm running around doing my own thing. Uh, it's, it felt like, ah, yes, I've, we're, we're, we're in this. And also, uh, you know, all the other people are red. So it kind of, you know, ties back in, man. They're, (laughs) they're on our side. I'm trying to, did, did they start gray? I want to say that the, the other people, when you first see them, they're gray. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And then they turn red. Oh yeah. So yeah, they're like, nice nice subtle little way of like, it was super subtle because it didn't occur to me while I was playing it. But yeah, they do. One, I think it's once they start, you know, throwing things, they turn yes. red. Yeah. Huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a nice touch. Yeah, I yeah. would have liked, um, uh, I, or I like that so much, I, I would have been interested to see see more of that. Um, you know, it's pretty short, so 
you know, no worries. But I, I, mm. I, I did um, feel like there were there were times when, you know, I felt like I was safe to charge headlong, you know, even at like these these vans that hose you down uh, oh, and sure. not have to worry about if there were other people with me. But it, it seems like it could be interesting to have some sort of like like uh, tactical element where you have to like move with the crowd in order to get anything oh, done. Oh, sure. Because like obviously you're out, uh, you're outgunned, but mm-hmm. you have the you have numbers on your side. Yeah, um, I mean we were talking about this at the beginning of the episode, but I, I actually uh, now that I'm thinking about it a little more, I think that like the dynamics of a street riot, uh, there's some some gameplay potential to be to be. Uh, you know, mind from that, I think. Yeah. Because you think about a game like battlefield where yes, the instruments you're using are guns, but really it's all about control of the, of yeah. the map yeah, and totally. the ebb and flow of, uh, all right, we have this point and then now we don't have it and we need to take it back and here's the things we can do and we have to work together. So sort of, uh, changing that to be rather than just shooting soldiers, shooting each other and having, you know, sort of uh, rioters trying to outsmart police uh, or uh, sort of outmaneuver them because uh, mm-hmm. their their numbers are greater, but their equipment is much worse. I mean, yeah. uh, <clears throat> there's been a lot of rioting and protesting going on in, with the, the, the Hong Kong stuff in the last several months. Mm-hmm. And especially, I feel like, over the summer or maybe in the, maybe not over the summer, maybe it was sort of, or in the fall of last year, um, there was a lot of uh, videos going around of like, uh, here's how the rioters they have like a system for how they deal with tear gas grenades and they like yeah or we're taking traffic cones and putting them on top of the grenade and while they uh figure out i, I forget exactly what it was they were doing yeah, but they you, were like you put the cone on it and then you dump water through the hole of the cone to put it uh, out and so the, con- out. the cone keeps the smoke from getting in your eyes while you're doing it and then you mm. you try but to put it yeah, out yeah so it's like i don't know i feel like that could be an interesting and a different way to sort of represent the, the ebb and flow of it. Cause yeah. it, essentially, I mean, it's still like a, a battle. It's two forces with yeah. different goals trying to yeah. make the ground to make the other one give up. So, uh, yeah. I, definitely I mean, do I, think I, there's some when I was w- wondering about like, if there was a, a riot game genre, I, I was like, I could see an RTS being an interesting oh, sure. way to do it that you have to like, you know, it's about the movements of groups rather than like a single unit. Uh, although mm. I should say there is a there is one right game, but it's not a computer game. It's a board game. Uh, oh, it's called Block by Block. I read the rules. I I don't have a copy, um, but I've been wanting to find a copy and play it. It looks super fun, but it's about oh. like it's um uh it's one of those like uh group against board games so you oh sure the, like the, the cops the are the hill or like automatically played like you draw cards for them and they have like set sure. movements that they'll do um huh. but they each person represents a different like faction of the city and you all have oh. like loosely aligned goals but not totally aligned so it uh. it solves the it, it actually seems like a really well designed game it solves the, huh. the the classic uh group against board uh problem of um you know, why should and, I help you of, of yeah like it, you either it, it's either like why should I help you or uh, um, everybody just plays as if they were the same player like it's you know sure everyone, sure. Just pulls everyone has the same goals and so yeah. we just are all so doing it's not the same it's thing. not really a multiplayer game it's just one person Ooh, being piloting so this one huh. manages to kind of play the balance very well where you do feel like you have your own goals but also you have a reason to be working together huh. so yeah, yeah that sounds that sounds pretty interesting 
Yeah, maybe, and it's all about control of space too, because it's like you, you. Sure, I mean, you, block by block, it's kind yeah. of block in the name. Yeah, yeah. huh? So interesting. Maybe I'll have to see if I can find one, uh, a copy of that too. That'd be yeah. sounds like a pretty cool. Is it rare or is it old? Is it? Well, new? It, it's like kickstarted, so it's not. Uh, it's oh, kind of a, a okay. limited so it's printing, just not, but yeah, not out there. But yet. It, no, it, it is out there. It just uh, you have not to, out there oh, in a in a big way. I guess. Yeah, you have to like order it from them, and huh? Yeah, cool. Awesome. Well, yeah. Video games. Let's see if you guys can can handle it. You know? um, handle the rioting. Yeah. Do you have other thoughts about uh, they came from a communist planet? Um, I, I mean, I guess you kind of answered this, but I was just like curious what your take of the weird uh, like point of view shifts are. Like every time you touch the beam, suddenly you get this top down view of the city and and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're communing with the aliens. I guess maybe abduction makes sense, but it's sort yeah. of like it has a weird like um it changes the frame too. Like it looks like you're now looking through a little viewfinder rather than uh, Yeah, my my interpretation is that yeah, you're up in the ship and they're talking to you while you sort of like mm-hmm. gaze down and they're like and get the full uh, picture. Go go back into the world and wield <laughs> communism against your enemies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay that Something makes sense to that effect yeah is that is that what um, the worm sounds like yeah the caterpillar yeah. oh he's all my son oh. your planet is weak because I, of capitalism i i think uh i think that because they have a totally different evolutionary history than us uh what sounds menacing to them is different than what sounds menacing to us so maybe like yeah he he's a like, really nice guy he's like hey there <laughs> hey, hey there rioter <laughs> gang <laughs> Let's let's take down capitalism, everybody! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> All right, we're doing voices, Jordan. <laughs> that means that I'll, means we've come to the end. <laughs> I, I think that means we've uh, we've maybe exhausted <laughs> what we have to say about they came from a communist planet. Which is not to say uh, it's not worth playing. I think it totally is. I think it's uh, another classic edge guard example of one of those games that uh, the little the little touches are what. Uh, what make it uh, sort of gel together. Yeah. And, and I, I actually and did remember one thing I want to talk about, which is oh, okay. uh, on the page, it says uh, search alleys to find hidden spray p- uh, paint. Uh, yes. And did you find any of those? I only found one. Oh, what does it do? Uh, so I like put it, well, I, I only found one. So it, I like painted something on the, on the wall and it was like uh, a, sort of a white house looking building, uh, with like a red laser coming down on it. And there's some, I think there's like a money sign somewhere. Um, mm. So I, I am curious because yeah, I, I did actually read that after I finished playing the game uh, that it was sort of implied that maybe if you found all of them or if you found a certain number of them that uh, there was a you unlock uh, endless mode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, or just, I don't know, uh, a success for the revolution instead of just sort of, just you ending. go back into the yeah. ship and it just sort of ends. You get to see um, the world afterwards. Or maybe yeah. you just discovered the ARG for the sequel. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Although, actually, the one thing I will say that I had uh, forgotten until just now is uh, so uh, when you get uh, go into the beam for the last time, it zooms up and it, you, you have the beam and all the all of the other uh, NPCs that were around you are kind of shown as you go up. And yeah. then before the credits come on, uh, so you're sort of in, uh, encompassed in this like sort of red circle, and there are a few other red circles that kind of pop up around you. So I thought the implication was that 
this was not an isolated riot that there are other uh, riots world revolution elsewhere they maybe not quite world revolution but at least a movement yeah you know? yeah totally hey, um anyway. when did this game come out like let's see just last year uh yeah it was late okay. last year even i think uh, okay. i mean it was only a, um, a couple months I was ago like, you know if it had I been think. like early last year maybe be a little prescient because it's like 2019 freaking riots everywhere yeah uh, but i guess you know that's an e- that's an easy bet <laughs> yeah uh they came from a con- 61 days ago it says uh the release date okay. so so okay. yeah about two months cool. um anyway that is they came from a communist planet you can get it for three bucks five bucks on itch five five yeah. bucks five dollars uh, on on itch so you should check it out it's worth playing and yeah, then definitely. uh uh next week we'll be playing uh a game by the name of museum of the saved image <laughs> Uh, which I'm pretty excited about. It sounds weird. Uh, basically, the the concept is that uh, this person who made it was uh, cleaning off their desktop and was sort of looking at all the images they were about to delete and said, oh, these actually have kind of an interesting... Uh, they kind of tell a story when they're next to each other. So before I delete them to save space on my computer, I'm going to uh, immortalize them by putting in them in an interactive museum. Uh, and so that's what this game is, is it's uh, an interactive museum of all the images that were on this person's desktop before they uh, clean them out. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited to see what this is. I feel like mm-hmm. it'll be a, an interesting uh, way to convey sort of the the mind of a, a person who's on, on the computer yeah. a lot. Totally. I think uh, it'll be it'll be by turns uh, uh, amusing and also maybe like even like weirdly intimate. Like you'll see a, a strange like play by play of this this person's uh, life. Uh, so that'll be interesting because you see one that says like speak to Doctor Bone. So it's all it almost sounds like it's a uh, a reminder or something. So you might see a little yeah. bit of a narrative of his of his life. And then also I'm just uh, impressed with uh, this person's um, commitment bravery because dude I wouldn't want people to just like see everything saved on my computer. Who knows yeah. what's what's there? Well, I'm sure they could omit that stuff if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, I think the premise is nothing omitted. That I I appreciate the gusto if yeah. that is the case. Anyway, <laughs> we'll be playing that. Actually, we won't be playing that next week. Um, I will be uh gone. So we're sorry. Sadly, going to be taking another week off. Um, so sorry to the listeners about that. But um, uh, the next episode we'll be covering uh this game. So mm-hmm. uh, be sure yes. to check it out. Uh, museum in the of meantime, the saved image by flan uh, uh-huh. if you want to play this game uh, or if you just want updates on the podcast you should follow us on twitter at edgeguardcast is our handle uh, we tweet out all the new episodes links to the games uh, the we if they have a twitter we also tweet out um, the usernames for uh, the creators uh, so if you want updates of that sort you should definitely follow us uh, or if you have recommendations for games you should play on itch, something that you think would be a good, uh, a good fit for the podcast, uh, make sure to hit us up there. So, uh, until next time, we hope to see you on Twitter and we will talk to you later. <laughs>